Big sight, <laughs> new paint, Coco, Big Sight. Yeah. Y'all know how to fuck this, you know. All eyes on me. <laughs> Roll up in the club. Yeah. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Welcome, welcome, I everyone. Bet you got it twisted, you don't know who to trust. So many player hating chickens wanna sound like us. Say they ready for the fuck, but I don't think they know it. Straight to the depth. Tupac Shakur. Well, 1996, fellas. Ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. What were you doing in 1996? I was driving around in my 1993 Eagle Talon. 18-inch JL audios. Yeah. Cruising and cranking. Love me some Tupac. Love me some Tupac. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Episode 8, guys. Episode 8. Here we are. Um, just want to start off the episode and say thank you, everybody. Um, the um, um, the most recent response and um, um, activity uh, with the podcast has been amazing. Uh, a lot of feedback. Uh, a lot of things that are happening. Um, I, I, I'm just blown away uh, at the amount of downloads um, and listens uh, that, that have happened over the last couple of days. You know, I I, um, I would imagine my, my last episode, um, episode seven, um, to Xfinity and beyond, um, you know, I, again, you know, I, 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 I'm pretty clear when um, I started this that uh, um, I, I made a commitment to myself um, and if I was going to do this, that, you know, really... I was going to commit to the information that I was going to be providing and um, really to make this uh, have any value or any worth. It really has to be uh, true uh, and honest. And, um, you know, I guess a, a, a lot of people uh, can relate to um, a lot of the things that I mentioned in the last podcast. And I just want to say uh, thank you, everybody, for the response. And uh, I appreciate the listens. Um, you know, I, I, I just want to let everybody know that um, I am I am available. Um, any questions? Uh, anybody want to reach out? Uh, shoot me an email. You know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, give me a ring. Um, like I said, I um, um, I have my, you know my studio is my own. It's my own place, um, and I would invite anyone um, who wants to participate or have something to say or um, would, you know have any questions about <clears throat> me and my uh, experiences. I, I I welcome that. So. Um, I just want to throw that out there right at the beginning of the episode. Um, so, uh, Tupac Shakur, you know, what a shame, what a story, um, you know, what a, what a, what a crazy, what a crazy time. You know, I, when I, when I look back at that time and, um, you know, you think about Tupac and you can't, obviously you can't help but think about, um, uh, Biggie Smalls, uh, and, um, gee, Junior Mafia, <laughs> Some great music, you know. I mean, if you weren't if you weren't listening to that, you know, I know for me it was pivotal. It was you know we were we were, we were clubbing, um, we were in the prime of our lives, having a great time, hanging out, um, going to some really cool places, hanging out with some really cool people, uh, and of course, if if you didn't go out, have a couple of drinks, and you know Biggie Smalls didn't come on, or Tupac Shakur, um, um, hit would come on, and you'd have to jump on the dance floor, you'd have to rap along. Um, so it's a real tragedy, you know what I mean, to lose such uh, great talent. Um, you know, I always think back at that time, and you know, today, uh, and you know, I find myself mentioning it m- more often uh, than not that technology. You know, Twitter today, um, it's so easy for you know, and I think you know, for example, uh, Drake, um, I think is a real uh, perfect example. He's somebody who's really active and social on Twitter uh, and other social uh, media uh, platforms, but. You know he's quick to comment, quick to have a criticism, um, and throw it out there. You know, just like just like uh, Kanye uh, and mostly all of them. You know, they'll they'll tweet things and they'll say things back and forth, and um, you know then they'll rap about it. But you know, back then, you know, 1990, um, back 1992, like 
in 96 and uh, the, the, that era there where, where kind of rap kind of started it was like east versus west west versus east um and these groups were kind of uh forming and and, and, it, and it became like these these rap wars you know so much so that um like literally people were getting shot um over what they were rapping about um they were they were uh um, communicating through the, the raps. I mean, if you if you um, if you ever have the time, if you ever are interested, if you you know play a lot of the you know the the you know the earlier stuff, you know what I mean. Um, that um, they both put out, and it really is um, about their struggle, about living in the streets, about gang life, and um, you know a lot of it that ghetto rap. Um, but you know it, it was tough. I'll tell you, it was tough to listen to. A lot of the original, like the, the the underground stuff, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people now will pretend, you know, like the Eminem fans, you know, that they were, uh, they were down with the, all the underground stuff, and they were listening to the, um, <clears throat> the rappers that were in some, some warehouse somewhere, um, and and freestyling. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is the majority of us, you know, were never privy to that. You know, we we, we weren't listening to that. So, you know, it was really a lot of the mainstream stuff that came out. So, you know, Eminem. Um, really kind of join that whole culture but you know that the, the whole um are like, like the r&b that rap hip-hop kind of uh soul bringing in different mixes that all kind of was birthed with uh with like tupac and um and um even even sean combs uh sean puffy combs he he i mean marketing wise i mean management wise i mean he put that all together the uh, little Kim, that whole Junior Mafia, and um, you know they 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 were just um, amazingly popular, and they were putting out a lot of music, a lot of great albums, one after another. If, if you turned on the radio, that's what you were listening to, um, and it was it was odd because it was um, the music was really about the struggle of live, growing up in a ghetto and uh, having to deal drugs and um, you know having a trying to trying to support your family. Uh, every which way you could, and even if it meant you know pulling the trigger, you did it. But meanwhile, you know, here we are, you know, driving down the highway, uh, me included, you know, driving in my my '93 uh, Eagle Talon uh, with the windows rolled down, uh, and I'm blasting this stuff. You know what I mean? Like somehow, um, it wasn't about the words as so much as it was the the rhythms and the beats. Um, and that's really where they caught, they captured, you know, that audience, you know, like a lot of people really weren't listening to the lyrics. They were really listening to the, the really, the, the, the addictive, you know, hip hop beats and, and rhythms that these guys just, um, were masterful at putting together. So even today, you know, you're driving down the road and if you hear that, um, you can't help but bob your head and, and move around. So, um, great times you know rest in peace you know it's just, again a tragedy to to see like something like that could happen but you know words words can lead to that and uh back then you know street cred uh was legit you know it wasn't about you know getting on twitter and you know putting some words on your your smartphone uh and then pretending like you know you're you're a big tough guy um and that's really what you see uh now today you know a lot of people will do that and not have the the audacity to um, um, stand up for what they're twittering, you know what I mean, and then they'll try to delete it. And but you know, again, that's just that's a whole other world. That's that's people. That, again, that that whole the whole realm of I, I'm I'm a strong believer that you know, again, it, when you have to tell someone something to their face, um, it's much different than you know texting them or calling them on the telephone. You know, it's it's much more difficult to look at someone in the eye and have to tell them something that. Um, you might not want to say. Uh, 1996, in February, Pokemon uh, was introduced to the world. Can you, you guys remember that, Pokemon? Like when that all came out? Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Gazillions of dollars. What a, what a great idea. Uh, the Fox News Channel made its debut in 1996. <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton was reelected uh, as president. Yep, and the New York Yankees were the World Series champs, ending the 18-year dry spell. Way to go, Yanks. Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls were in the middle of their second three-peat run as NBA champions. And even uh, 20 years later, everyone still wants to be like Mike. Don't we all want to be like Mike, man? You know, granted, you know, even Michael Jordan, you didn't hear a lot about him, but every now and then you'd hear a little peek of something that something was going on in uh, 
Um, but he always did a lot of good, man. He still continues to do a lot of good, donates a lot of money to a lot of good causes. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Independence Day with Will Smith, if you guys remember that one. Great flick. If you haven't seen it, it's because you live under a rock um, and you don't breathe air like the rest of us. But um, Independence Day, the original, was the largest grossing movie in uh, 1996. Um, and, uh, we were given the long awaited sequel, uh, in 2016. I don't know how you felt about the sequel. I wasn't excited about it. Um, but I, I will tell you the original one, uh, I thought was fantastic. Uh, Will Smith, you know, can the guy do any wrong? Uh, great flick. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, what else happened? Uh, eBay started, eBay started its online auction and shopping website. Um, 20 years later, uh, there are, they have a hundred, 164 active buyers on the website. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Uh, t- Tickle Me Elmo was first introduced by Tycho. Uh, who didn't have a Tickle Me Elmo? I remember we bought one for my daughter, that thing. <laughs> All around the house. I mean, it's con- it was constant. Till you kind of, you know, you what? Shame on you, Duracell. You know what I mean? Like I say, guys, you, you want to get rich invent a battery that lasts like an hour all right that's the one you want to put in these toys you know granted like the cool toys the the two the toys that you take out like you know you like i don't know remote control cars playing stuff like that that you want to put like the duracells and the energizers in they're like the tick me elmo man take out them them whatever it is they put in there from the Panasonic, whatever, they're generic, whatever. Take them out because they last too long. They're alkaline batteries. And go to like Ocean State Job Lot and buy the cheapest batteries you can find. You know what I mean? Almost wear them out and then throw them in there and be like, here you go. And it'll they'll play for like an hour. The thing will die. It'll be all set. The kid forgets. It doesn't matter. And everybody's happy. You see what I'm saying? Solutions like that. That's what, that's what. Those are the ideas that will save the world if we all look out for each other like that. So remember that one. If somebody comes up with that, I you heard it here first, all right? You heard it here first. Uh, what else? What else in 1996? Anything? That's going to be it. I think that's pretty much it for 1996. I don't think there was much much else to talk about. You know, the Yankees won, so that kind of that kind of did it there. So, um. So welcome everybody. Welcome to the Bobby Kudo Show. Um, long intro there, but I wanted to um, I want to enter on a light note. I'm really excited today. I really wanted to get behind the microphone today. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, it's been just an amazing week. The podcast has gotten um, uh, so much um, um, just uh, attention. Uh, I'm looking for the right word um, to describe uh, how I feel about it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I. Started this, you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, talked. I planned month for months, and then started a couple of weeks ago. And if you would have told me that I'd be looking, and um, you know, there was over a thousand people that have heard my voice and my message and uh, what I was saying, I, I'd be like, no, there's no way that's possibly going to. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking like you know, a year. You know, that I would give this a year before I could even form any type of audience or any type of. Uh, interest and um, the interest in the show and the audience in the show has just been absolutely phenomenal and, and um, you know again regardless of, of, of what it is um, I'd like to think that all my content um, is relatable uh, in some way shape or form and you know regardless of what you do for a living uh, you know I, I've been fortunate enough to have a couple of different uh, occupations and careers in my life so you know like, I like to think I can offer uh, you know an array of um, of thought and conversation. Um, and so, you know, with that said, I realized that, um, um, I'd be foolish to not say that I know a lot of the, uh, listeners and downloads that I've received recently, um, were directly related to, um, you know, my comments, uh, and statements, um, about my experience with Comcast, uh, and, and that whole, uh, union process. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's to me. I think it's it's important um, that you know, for me to not mention it and for me to not talk about it. Um, I think it, it. I think to me, it's a disservice to myself, and I think it's a disservice to my fans and my audience. Um, you know, if, if if that's something that you want to hear more about, if if that's something that you guys are interested in, then by all means, um, these are the things that I want to talk about. Um, you know, I really want to, I want to, if you guys are hungry for certain information, then I want to be your source, 
um, um, to feed that that hunger. So, um, you know, with that said, um, you know, I, I know sometimes I, I get a little passionate and I say things uh, that, you know, at the moment, you know, it seems right, but, you know, sometimes might be a little inappropriate. But um, regardless of anything else, um, I'm a passionate individual. Um, I've, I've been, I've always been told that I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, you know, some would say that's a weakness. Um, I, I, I tend to think of it as a strength. Um, I think that people respond to you um, when they realize that you're willing to give it all you got. Um, um, when they know that um, that you've got their back, um, that you you can relate, um, that you have some type of experience uh, doing what it is that they're doing. Um, you know, I think we can all agree that if you have a supervisor or a leader <clears throat> that um, has never done your job, um, although you may get along and you may have you know a good working relationship, um, there there is a certain level of respect that um, I believe is achieved by um, someone when they have um, you know employees, uh, associates, or staff. Um, that can, can, or know that, Hey, look, you know, this individual, this person, this, this man, this woman, um, has done this job. Uh, they know what it's like. They, they've experienced, um, some of these struggles. Uh, so they, they can, they can adhere and understand, um, my complaints or, uh, my needs. Um, so, so with that said, you know, I, I, I challenge anybody, um, anybody who owns a business, um, anybody who who who's in any any um, um, role of of leadership, to um, try to not lead with with demand and with with a hammer. Um, I, I I say you know grasp the idea um, and try the concept of you know rather than demanding people do things. Um, how about asking them? Um, I think, you know, in, inherently we all just want to be respected and treated um, with dignity. Uh, and, you know, just because, you know, someone may not know or understand something that I do doesn't mean that they're not worth um, something much more in a different situation or in a, um, a different circumstance. Um, so for me, that's that's always been... Um, my source uh, and my well is, um, you know, rather than focus on the things that people can't do, um, I've always tried to foster them first to um, try to learn that ability, um, try to grasp that ability, and then apply that ability. Uh, and it's it, for me, you can really gauge whether or not someone truly wants to apply themselves or um, you know, they'll go through the motions just to say, hey, listen, I'm going through the motions uh, just to say that I could. Uh, but for, for the most part, I think when, when people when people decide that, you know, you're willing to sacrifice or you're willing to make a sacrifice um, to their success and their achievements in life, then uh, honestly, there's really no limits to what, you know, that individual is willing to, to do for you. Um, you know, a perfect example for me um, was, you know, I had an employee working for me, came to me. Um, it's funny because I, I, you know, I ran to him not too long ago. Um, I happened to be working for uh, another company and I was uh, in the city of New Bedford and I just happened to be parking my vehicle and um, he drove up on me and uh, um, I, you know, I, I almost forgot his face and it was so great to, um, to see him. Uh, I gave him a big hug. Um, but you know, this is an individual that was um, under my, you know, under on my team, and um, really was um, um, I wouldn't say a ball of fire, but um, a very proud individual, someone who I think, if given the right opportunity um, in the right direction, um, literally would. Um, and it'll run into run into a build, burning building to 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 save you. So, um, with that said, you know this individual came to me one time and said, you know, you know, it's funny the the guys around me. Um, and this is again, I'm I'm with, I'm with Comcast. Um, and and this is, this person is you know reports to me and he 
and he says, you know, it's kind of frustrating. You know, I see everybody else around me and, um, you know, they have this successful and, you know, they're installing all three products and, you know, I'm still stuck here and I'm still installing video and, you know, everybody's making more money and, you know, and I, and I said, well, I mean, well, I said, first of all, before you, you know, stop pointing blame on everyone else for their success, you know, let's take a step back here and, and let's, let's, let's think about, let's think about you as an individual and, and what you're doing to, um, to self-promote, you know what I mean? To, 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 to show, you know, management and, um, not only management, but yourself that, you know, listen, you want to take that next step. You, you want to apply yourself. You want to show that, Hey, listen, I'm worth more than just what you're doing, what I'm doing now. You know, I'm, I'm willing to take on that responsibility. I'm willing to invest my time. I'm willing to learn, um, and do what it is you're asking me to do so that I can have an opportunity to, you know, make more money and increase my, you know, my salary range. So, um, you know, we had a conversation and I, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I told this individual straight out and I said, listen, um, regardless of anything, uh, I will support you when going through this process. And, you know, you know one thing about Comcast that was really, really great. And, and, um, I, I don't think they do it anymore or maybe they're not doing it in the area given certain situations, but, um, they used to have a contact program and in that contact program, you had the ability to self-promote. So if you, you know, you, if you could self-study, you know, I, I was at the time I was, I was a technical coach. Um, so you would come to me and you'd say, Hey, listen, you know, I'm really considering going into this next product line. What do I need to get there? And, um, you know, the process was great. You know, the process would go through the supervisor. So at that point I would reach out to the supervisor and I said, Hey, listen, you know, so-and-so is interested in, um, you know, self-promoting and moving forward. Um, how do you feel about that? And, you know, the right thing was, is the supervisor would give me their input because, you know, if, if you have an individual, um, because anybody's, anybody can try, but if you have an individual, um, that is struggling at their current position, um, you know, adding, adding the stress of self-promotion and, you know, classes, that's really not going to help the situation. So it was, it was imperative that we, we knew that this individual was going to be able to, you know, not only do their current job and their position, but also manage the added responsibility of, you know, not only studying, uh, taking practice exams, spending time with the coach, you know, doing things that or installing products um, that they don't typically install. So it's a big learning curve. But the great thing about it was you had the ability to do it um, at your pace, <clears throat> excuse me, and you could control how quickly you went ahead and did it. I mean, there were some restrictions in there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you had to wait, you know, within a certain period of time and you had to actually, um, you know, obviously you have to be proficient in that position and show that you can do the job before you move on to the next product line. So, but the, but the system inherently worked fantastic. So if you were a motivated individual, uh, you know, I think of one particular person and that comes to my mind. If you were motivated like this particular individual, and you went through that process and you did things right and, you know, you, you kept your metrics in line. And I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong, it, 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 the, you could work really hard and not succeed, but you could work really, really smart and succeed and not work hard at all. So, um, you know, this individual really could find found that formula and he did really well and um, and continues to do well. Um, and he went through that process of the content program and within a very short period of time was able to increase his salary, increase his salary range and was very successful. Um, but back to my original um, 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 story um, with this particular person, um, you know, we went through the process together, you know, all even though, though there was a language barrier. Um, and, um, you know, some struggle with the computer. I sat with them. We, we went through it together. I would ask him the question. I would, you know, again, and it was something very important to him that, you know, someone who was proud and wanted to do it himself, you know, he didn't want me to give him the answer. He, he wanted to answer it himself and he did. And he, he went through it all and he went through the process. And, it, you know, I got to tell you, um, it was one of those moments, you know, I, I, you know, I can think of, um, everyone that's ever worked with me or everyone I've ever worked with. Uh, or had the pleasure of, of being in any type of uh, leadership role with, I, I remember everyone. I remember every single one of them. Um, but, you know, there's always those special particular few. Um, and this particular individual um, is one of those people. And I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to see him the other day. And I'm so glad that he's still successful doing what he's doing. 
Um, and of everything, he's able to provide that little extra for his family, knowing um, that he was able to go through that, that contact program and he was able to self-promote and become, you know, that triple tech. And he did it on his own. And um, it was a very proud moment for me uh, just to be able to just, again, you know, uh, the philosophy, you know, you give a man a fish, you know, he lives for a day. And But if you teach him, you know, how to fish, it, the guy will live forever. So, um, you know, hats off to him. Um, like I said, I did see him the other day, so I know he's doing fantastic. Um, I'm not sure if he even listens to the podcast or not, but um, if he does, you know, he'll know who exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and um, I just, you know, wanted to mention that. And the reason I mentioned that to you guys is, uh, again, for all the leaders that are out there, um, whether you're a supervisor, whether you're uh, a coach or uh, whatever you may be, um, you have to, under, you know, here's a perfect example. I received an email this week um, from through the website, um, which was absolutely fantastic. It was the first one um, that I received uh, and I was surprised to see it. And then and I opened it and the really cool thing about it was when I had when I had read it, um, it didn't dawn on me um, what I was reading until after I read it, and then and then when I read it, it I realized that although it was that long ago um, that I, that I did this, I still use this philosophy today, and I actually recently had a meeting with my current team, um, and because I've been with the current company that I'm with now for about uh, actually uh, my it'll be a year in December. Um, so, you know, I fairly new with this, with the team I'm with now, but, um, I'm going to read the email to you guys. Um, I won't mention anybody's name, but the individual obviously listens to the show. And, um, I really appreciate that he's listening to the show and the message goes, uh, something like this. <clears throat> I always, always enjoyed listening to your stories when you were my supervisor. Wish you would have stuck it out. My favorite kudo moment was the first meeting you had with us. And you said straight out, I won't mess with your time off. I won't mess with your pay. And I wouldn't lie and you wouldn't, and I'm sorry, and, and you wouldn't lie to us. And you hoped that you, we wouldn't lie to you. Um, you know, and again, and that's, I, I, and to me, that's very powerful. Um, it's something that I've always said. Uh, and thank you for the email. Um, and we'll just, we'll just say, um, um, Ron, thank you for the email, Ron. We'll leave it at that. I really appreciate it. Um, it was a pleasure working with you. Um, you were one of those individuals in Plymouth that, um, um, that, that, that made it a special place. And yeah, that was my philosophy. You know, I, you know, I, I, I remember being in that room. Um, it was right when we, when we did the acquisition with Adelphia. Um, uh, and I did, I, I addressed all, all the guys in the room and, you know, it's not about, people buying into, you know, a new, a new leadership. It's people buying into a new idea. Um, and the first thing I wanted my guys to know was that, um, there were, there were some certain things that were, um, off, off, you know, a taboo, um, off the table that I, that I, that I, as just morally, um, as a leader that I would, would, would never, uh, impeel. And that, and, and that is, um, again, like I repeat your time off, um, your pay, um, and like, like, just don't, just don't lie to me because it, cause if you lie to me, I can't help you. I will, I will never lie to you. Sometimes you're going to hear shit from me. You're not going to want to hear, but the bottom line is I will never lie to you. I just ask the same in return. And you know, that was my, never would I ever think that, um, you know, here I am like probably, that was probably, geez, eight years ago, nine years ago. Who, and, and when I said that, that I ever, would I ever believe or think that, you know, that that resonated with people and that stayed with them and, and that they carried that with them for that long and that one day I'd be reading it in an email addressed to me? No, um, I'm very humbled by it. You know, it, it makes me think about um, how much influence um, have I had out there. And um, I would hope I would hope that um, it's been a, it's been a positive influence for for everyone. You know, I, I know there's been there's been some tough times, and um, you know I've mentioned it, and you know I'm, I think it was episode one. I, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not I'm not everybody's cup of tea. But um, one thing's for sure is is I'm loyal, and I'm a man of my word. 
Um, and when I when I read things like that, you know that 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 um, it really that that really it means a lot to me because it means that you know people people are listening, um, and and I would hope that in some way, shape, or form, if you know me um, and you know who I am, um, that um, I've always had the best uh, intentions in mind. Um, I've always tried to forecast things. Uh, I've always been forthcoming with people. Um, you know, really, very rarely would there be a surprise. I think that's 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 really where the buy-in came from. Um, you know, when I was a leader um, um, in certain situations, is people knew that they could depend on what I was saying to them. And quite honestly, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Um, and again, you might not like the answer, but unfortunately, the truth is the truth. Um, and you just sometimes just can't avoid that. So, you know, I just wanted to share a little bit, a little bit of that with you guys, and um, you know, I I apologize on the email. Um, it just don't, it turns out that you know I, I don't know if anybody knows this. This is a, a public service announcement. Excuse me, one second. But as soon as you turn forty years old, <clears throat> um, in case you didn't know, um, you go legally blind, um, and then you need bifocals. So <laughs> I am at that point. I'm in denial. Um, but since my 40th birthday, somehow I can no longer uh, see. I used to be able to, you know, I was fantastic at seeing things, you know, close. It was um, it was things at a distance that would kind of be foggy to me. But um, since my 40th birthday, it's now foggy at both ends of the spectrum. So um, I really have to commit and just go to the eye doctor and get my prescription changed. So I apologize for that read, but... Um, I'll get that straightened out right away, and uh, I'll be doing much better, much better reading uh, uh, coming soon. Um, so you know, listen, I I um I just I really wanted to get this podcast out today because I really wanted to just you know respond to the uh, the amazing feedback um, and the movement uh, in the podcast and let everybody know again. Um, I, I I extend that invitation to everyone. Um, if if anybody's interested in participating in the show, um, again, I always invite questions. Uh, comments, um, you know, hit us up everywhere. We're, we are available on Twitter. We're available on Instagram, um, and I just um, on Facebook, um, Facebook as well. Um, you know, hit us up on all of that. I, I really would love to hear from you guys and tell me, you know, what you think. Um, if there's a moment um, in our lives where uh, maybe you and I had an interaction that maybe maybe stayed with you, um, you know, I'd love to hear about that. Um, these are the, the, excuse me, these are the moments that. Uh, really mean a whole lot to me, um, especially when I have an opportunity to read that and I get to share that with my family. Uh, it really makes makes all of this um, makes it all worth it. Um, it really it really does. Um, so let's see here. Either way, let's take a look. Can you believe this whole um, impeachment? president impeachment thing i i i can't i i really I, you know this whole thing with the transcripts and and everything else and it, i i gotta be honest with you uh, enough is already enough is already like we just gotta we gotta move past this and is anybody else sick of nancy pelosi like i am like i i gotta be honest with you guys like i'm i'm so pat like how is she even how is she even in there anymore can someone explain that to me? Didn't she? Didn't somebody beat her? Didn't she get voted out? How could she be like the House Speaker? I, maybe I'm not understanding something. Look, I'm not no, I'm not I, you know I'm not a political expert by any way, shape, or form. I am not a scholar in politics, but I could have swore that she was voted out, and by doing so, how does she still? How does she still there? How is she still? I I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But 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 either way, it's become a situation now where. Um, you know, do we continue to um, support these crazy ideas? Do, I mean, seriously, do we waste do we do we waste the taxpayers' money um, just because somebody a whistleblower and then they, they they're trying to they're trying to prove it and they can't prove it? I, I it, it just honestly it, it literally it blows my mind. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And the fact that they would even consider and make a statement like impeachment without having the proof ahead of time, um, that's concerning, guys. That That's very concerning. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how we ended up. Like, it, it was, you know, first of all, she was saying for the longest time, like, hey, listen, she didn't want to, no, no, we're not going to impeach. We're not, we don't want to impeach. We don't want to impeach. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, 
all of a sudden they want to impeach because of of Biden and the son and like I I I don't get it. Is it because they're afraid that they're going to uncover something on from 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 Joe Biden's son? Is that is that what it is? Is that is that the problem here? Like they're trying to play defense. I mean, like if there's some wrongdoing, right? If there's some wrongdoing, then shouldn't the American people know? Shouldn't we know? Like, are we going to go into this whole Clinton thing again, where all this scandalous stuff is going on in the background and money all over the place? And like, how, how do we? I mean, how do we continue to? How do we continue to just we do that? I I I I I fathom to understand it. I want to understand it. I want to. I want to try to, you know, be part of the 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 the, the, the system. You know, the democratic system. Um, but things like this keep happening, and I got to be honest with you. Like, if if I was in charge, if 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 this was my company, and these kind of things were happening, these accusations were being thrown out. How does anybody? How can anyone be productive? How can anyone have a job and be productive if you if 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 every time you try to do something, someone comes out of left field and questions everything you're doing? So it's it's this constant check, constant check, constant check. Like, don't get me wrong. I I I get it. The, the president needs to be checked and balanced. I get that. But don't you think there are enough people? Like, don't you think the guy knows that his phone call is being recorded or his phone call is being transcribed? Like, sir, like really, guys, do, do we think? Like, the, the, the guy is not an idiot. And even if he was an idiot, he's got somebody that works for him that makes sure that he doesn't do idiot things. Like, really, like, even this, even his Twitter, do you think he's writing those tweets? He's not writing those tweets. There's somebody on the side of him who's helping him write those tweets. I mean, seriously, like people. Oh, he he didn't he didn't he the guy on the side of him tweet like you see the size of his thumbs. He can't even tweet. So so they come up with these 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 ways, and he tweets these things because it 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 drums the attention. It gets the tweets. It gets the retweets. It gets the news. It 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 just it becomes a firestorm. And and as and guys. It's and I will go back to this. Kim Kardashian. Why is she so famous? Do we do you remember why she's so famous, guys? Do, Ray J. Remember that? Remember that? Ray J. That that's 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 why she's famous. Okay? And 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 she said it. It doesn't matter what kind of press, as long as they're talking about you. And here's one of those perfect examples. It doesn't matter what they're saying as long as they're saying something. You know, we, we have to look past this, this smoke screen. We have to decide what we feel is right. And, and, and things like this, that, that just the, talking about impeaching somebody, seriously. You know, that's like me going home and telling my mom that I'm thinking of divorcing her. I mean, she would she could be such a Portuguese blasha, man. Like, seriously. It's, it's the most ridiculous thing. And it's, so, it's become so easy to say these things. And there are no repercussions for him. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to say that. I mean, you can't say that. You shouldn't say that. Like, unless you're absolutely 150,000% sure, you shouldn't be saying things like that. It's that simple. So so, so why do we continue to do this? And and if I, if, if I got to turn on TV and, and that's what's on again, like, it's ridiculous. It's out of control. Like and and we are the ones that have to control this, and and again, it, it's like I, I get. Listen, I get the whole voting thing, right? I get that. Like, you got to vote because you. And I'm one of those those preachers, right? Like, listen, make sure you vote. If you don't vote, you can't say nothing, right? Okay, that that works for everybody, but that doesn't work for Pelosi because I don't even know how the fuck she's in there. Like, who voted her in there? I didn't. You didn't. She holds the position of Speaker of the House, but she doesn't have like a a seat. I don't understand how that works. Like I thought you had to be something. And then they say, hey, listen, like, okay, you know, you're a tight end in football, but you're the captain. Right? That makes sense, right? You wear the little bat, you know what I mean? You get the C on you. Like that's that's the way I look at the Speaker of the House. You know what I mean? Like you're, you know, you're a senator, right? But you, you wear the, you wear, you wear the, you wear the C. You, you know what I mean? 
I, I don't know how, like, she's not. She's, I don't know what she is. But what I can tell you is, is she's done. She, it's, it's over. Like, just somebody get her out. Somebody else get in there. It's just going to be another puppet jabroni anyway. It doesn't make a difference. So just, just get somebody else as long as it's not her. I just can't stand seeing her face on television anymore. It just, it, it makes me crazy watching her talk to her teeth. It, it's, it's, it's insane. So, so that's my rant on Pelosi. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, guys. She's, but she's, she's up there, man. She's on that, she's on that level, man. She's up there with Barbara Streisand. I'm telling you, she's up there. It just, it just becomes so frustrating. It really, really does. It, it just, it does. It really come, becomes just too much to, uh, to, 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 to handle. Um, so moving along, moving along. Um, some new stuff coming up. Um, I have ordered some equipment. Um, looking at uh, um, some furniture for the studio. Um, actually looking at bringing in a couple of seats. I have a couple of microphones, but I wanted to bring in a couple of chairs um, to really set up a nice interview area. So, um, you know, when I do have guests come into the studio for um, a recording, um, you know, they can be comfortable and, 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 and enjoy the space. So um, I am anticipating um, getting some, some people into the studio. Um, you know, I actually had a couple of conversations uh, recently um, with a couple of individuals. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I know that um, there's been some interest um, in some questions of people just, you know, reaching out and really want to know about uh, some of my experiences uh, in the past. Um, some of the processes that I've been through, um, you know, a lot of specifically, a lot of stuff with Comcast. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, I mentioned earlier, um, I'm, I'm willing to, to talk about all of it. Um, but really, you know, I, I, I want everybody to know, um, that, um, you know, I, I'm Switzerland. Um, I am a neutral party. I, I hold no, no ill will towards, um, uh, Comcast as a company. Um, um, nor do I hold any will will to, um, the, uh, the IBEW, um, I, I, I am just an individual, um, who has, um, who I'd like to think has, um, created my own, um, my own personal success. Um, I, I would never pretend to be, um, something that I'm not, um, I am not, um, I am not rich by any way, shape or form. Um, but what, what, what I am not rich in money, I am rich in, in happiness um, and uh, success with uh, my life. Um, I, I love the life that I have. Uh, I am I am very very happy and satisfied with my career and the work that I'm doing. Um, you know I really couldn't be uh, more happy with the podcast. Um, you know this this I you know I, I you know I made a decision. You know it's funny I was talking to somebody today uh, about the podcast and you know it's real quick too for people to. Um, kind of just kind of forget the name of the show and the name of the show is the Bobby Kudo show um, it was very important to me um, that if that if I was going to do something like this that I wanted to own all of it um, every word that comes out of my mouth is mine um, I'm not hiding behind you know any screens or any nicknames or um, anything that um, would um, hide my identity um, I am out there I'm, I here I am um, so um, again, I, I, I invite any questions, any comments, um, um, because there's really, uh, for me, there's nothing to hide. Uh, I wanted to do this um, for all the right reasons. Um, the, I really wanted to have, um, excuse me, um, an outlet. I wanted to have um, a place where I could uh, vent uh, and just, you know what, if, if I can help you um, through my experiences, then why wouldn't I want to do that? Um, if I could find a platform like this um, and create it and build a brand, um, you know, because to me, um, my name is very important. Um, I'm very proud of who I am. Um, you know, I do represent people, um, people that are very near and dear to me. Um, so it's important that I continue to do that. So, you know, I, I, um, I'm an all-around guy. Uh, I'm, I'll talk about uh, pretty much pretty much anything. I And... <laughs> Um, you know, because I'm Portuguese, I pretty much have an opinion on everything. So um, it really does work out. Uh, and, um, um, you know, I don't want to go too too long uh, drawn out on that. But I wanted to say, um, um, I know I've said it before, but I really wanted to say thank you. Uh, you know, I had an opportunity to talk to um, two individuals today, uh, Don and Bob, um, two great guys that I, that I work with. 
um, two two brilliant guys. Uh, Don uh, is in has a uh, his own personal IT company, um, and you know really innovative company. They've they've uh, come up with ways to provide kind of a, a virus protection uh, remotely uh, through a type of a cloud based system. Um, and you know I've invited him on the show, and at some point I'm I'm sure. Um, you know, once I get some information from him, I'll throw it out there. If you guys are interested in any of that, you know, if you have small business and you're looking for that, um, or any size business for that matter, if you're looking for that IT kind of one-on-one, um, and, and affordable IT, you know, not, not, not these ridiculous ones, I'll have to give you his information. And then of course, Bob, um, who's our senior IT guy, um, where I work and, um, he's been uh, supportive of the podcast since day one. Um, and today he came into my office and, uh, just wanted to come in and uh, um, say how much he was enjoying it. So, um, you know, that really means a lot to me. Uh, I really, at the end of the day, uh, that's the reason why I'm doing uh, this uh, is, um, I'm, again, I, I hate to keep repeating it, but I'm not doing it for the money. Um, this is really something for me. Uh, there's a lot of things that um, I wish that I could have said in the past that I never had the opportunity to say. Um, and fortunately now, um, the situation that I'm in both professionally, um, and personally, um, I can have these conversations. I can come on this podcast and I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Um, I can exercise my, my constitutional right to freedom of speech, um, and, uh, for the first time, uh, in a very, very long time. Um, I feel like I can do that. Um, so I will do that. I will continue to come on and I will continue to give my opinion. Um, and again, you may not agree with it all the time, but one thing's for sure, uh, know that, that I am exercising my right. Um, and you know, if, if, if I've got something to say, um, again, I, I am going to say it. Uh, and I, I apologize in, in advance to anyone that uh, I may offend, um, but ultimately that's not my goal here. My goal is not to offend anybody. My goal is to just let people know about my experience um, and the way that certain situations have made me feel um, and uh, in hopes that, you know, again, maybe it may help you um, or, or, or maybe, you know, maybe it won't. Um, but uh, one thing's for sure, at least you'll be entertained for an hour, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I just, and, and, uh, just on, on, on a last note, um, again, we're, we're 48 minutes into the to podcast. Um, I wanted to, um, just mention, um, uh, Delvin Cox. And I know that, um, uh, my last, um, was episode, uh, six, um, where, um, I'm leaving my manhood in your hands. And I, and I had asked him the question and I was talking about, um, I was talking about reparations, and um, how I felt about it and, um, you know, what I thought it meant, you know, and really, you know, just to kind of reiterate, uh, if you guys can go back and go listen, but I can tell you that um, the way I look at it was, you know, I, I personally don't ever see the government paying out reparations. I, I just don't see that happening. But what I do see is the government using that, that idea that they're going to um, anytime they feel like they want to get... Um, the African-American community's attention. Um, so it's, you know, again, like dangling the carrot, you know, and I, and I risk of repeating myself. I just want to make sure that I'm clear that that was, to me, I honestly believe that the government is never going to pay out that money. That's just, that's just the way it is. Like, let's just, let's just, let's just own it and, and say what it is. And, and I believe Delvin um, uh, agrees with that. Um, so he was kind enough to, um, to um, send me um, a small clip um, of his thoughts and ideas about reparations. And I just thought it really, it was brilliant. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, it's a six minute clip um, and I'm, and I, and I'm going to play it. It's in, in its entirety. And I, and I really want you to listen to it because for me, it was really eye opening because again, you know, I think of reparations and I think of, you know, them paying out these, these checks to people in, in the mail. You know what I mean? Um, he, he doesn't see it that way. He came up with a different concept. Um, and I'm going to share that with you now. Um, and then um, I'll, I'll return. Like I said, it's about six minutes, but um, just just give it a listen and you'll really appreciate it. 
What's up, Bobby? This is Delvin Cox, the host of the Delvin Cox Experience Podcast. Just here to answer your question you asked me a couple weeks ago. I think you already got your new episode out, so this hopefully get on the next one. But you asked me a question about what do I think about reparations and how do I feel about blacks getting reparations, all the conversations that's happening lately because of the political landscape we are today and the it's become a hot topic. So here's my thoughts. I think that if we're talking reparations for slavery, I think we've passed that point now. Not because I don't think African Americans deserve it or not. I think it's more so of a thing that it's harder to prove that and to get people to get behind that because the whole conversation when it comes to slavery has always been, a, oh, that was so long ago. That was your ancestors. And that didn't affect you. Even though I truly believe that slavery has a huge effect on black people today. Some negative, some positive. Well, mostly negative. But I think the positive thing that people make argument is that black people, because of slavery, made a huge impact on making this country as great as it is today. The, the integration of black people in America and the diversity that we bring to this country is essential. So, I think that when you look at slavery, and I think you can't, it won't be an easy argument to give reparations for slavery because that's what they want to do. It should have been done a long time ago. Now, what I think you could make an argument for in terms of reparations is everything that's been going on in the past in terms of police brutality among black people, mass incarcerations, and just the basic fair untreatment of black people in our society today. Not only today, but it's been going on for quite some time now where black being African American doesn't give you the same opportunities as being a white person gives them. There's nothing wrong with that because, well, there's something wrong with that with our society. But you can't blame white people for them getting that privilege because it's not all white people's fault. It's how our society's made up. It's because of the biasness and the prejudices that our society already has set up against black people, like in terms of mass incarceration, in terms of when you look at how you hear the stories about how the Black Panthers got dismantled and how the FBI basically, the government basically set it up to happen. Then you look at the stories about how Black Wall Street got shut down. At any moment of history that you see where black people were trying to do for themselves and it immediately got squashed out. So when you look at a situation like that, I think you can make an argument for reparations. And the, I think the biggest question is, what would these reparations be? Exactly. And I think that's where everybody has the problem with it because everybody's thinking that, oh, we're going to give black people reparations. We're going to give them a whole bunch of land and money. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think it should be that. I don't think we should give African Americans a bunch of money and say, oh, we're sorry for slavery. We're sorry for how we treated you for all these years because that doesn't make up for it. What I do think is we can offer up opportunities for African Americans. And I know what you mean, you're probably asking yourself, what do you mean by opportunities? Like, what I mean is, there have been situations in history where if there's a qualified white man, and there's a qualified African-American man for a job, if the African-American man is more qualified, he probably won't get the job because they don't want to hire a black person. They'd rather hire somebody that looks like them, and I get that. So I, what I would say is, why not give out grants to African-Americans so they can start their own businesses, so they can make their own companies, so they can hire their own, as well as hire white people. I think the best way to do reparations in our society is to give black people the opportunity to build up their own communities and build up themselves. I don't think just giving them a blank check is an answer. I think the best way to do it is offer education, whether it's, hey, if you can prove, if, hey, if you're an African-American from this time to this time, you can go to college, a four-year institution. Maybe it's a community college. 
for completely free. I think that helps. I think that helps a lot. I think making it easier for African Americans to get bank loans so they can buy houses and so they can build up for their community. That's a that's another thing. We don't get the bank loans and things that other people can get all the time because of our culture and our background. Well, this like I said, this is a conversation that I can talk about forever and I can have a lot of conversations about this. And I'll be happy to come on your podcast and talk about this in any shape or form where you want to to have a long-form discussion about this. And I'm clearly not doing it justice with just this quick two or three minutes, but I don't want to hold up your podcast. But I think you're doing a great job, brother. I think you're a good voice for this podcast game. And I definitely salute you, not only for asking me to do this, but wanting to have this conversation. Okay, Bobby. Peace out, brother. So, thank you, man. Thank you, man. You know, that to me is, um, that gives me hope. You know, that gives me hope. That makes me feel really good. You know, when I, when I, when I, when I got that email, um, from Delvin, it was, um, you know, I was, it was apprehensive. You know what I mean? It, it, these conversations are never easy. Um, it's never easy to talk about these things. Um, and so, you know, me, I, I, I'm very passionate, like I mentioned earlier. And, um, you know, again, you know, I, I can have all the comments and I can say anything I want to say, but it's, it's something different. Um, when you hear it from the people that are actually affected by it, you know, I mentioned in the past, you know, I have trouble talking about these mass shooting tragedies because I've never lost someone to that. Um, and here's the perfect example. And, you know, when, when, when you have people, um, like Mr. Cox that are, that are willing, um, you know, to come on and, and, and have these conversations and not only have these conversations, but have brilliant, intellectual, fantastic, amazing ideas that make sense. It's not about giving money and land. It's about empowering people and giving people the ability to make something great themselves. Delvin, I agree with you wholeheartedly with everything that you said. Um, I absolutely appreciate the fact that you took the time to respond um, to, to my question. Um, you know, I couldn't be happier uh, knowing that, you know, that there are uh, individuals like yourself out there that are thinking that way. Um, you know, that I think that way, uh, you know, regardless of anything else. Um, it's, it's to better the man. Um, and, and I know that's why you're on this platform. Um, it's definitely why I'm on this platform, um, is, is to contribute something, give something back in hopes that, um, you know, that maybe we can shape, um, or just maybe change the conversation and the direction of the negativity that, that, the, that we're in right now. Um, you know, we're so hung up on, on the, on the shit that doesn't even matter that, that we're watching, we're watching everything go by. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate the, the, the gift of conversation. Um, I appreciate the gift of technology. Um, I appreciate uh, the gift of knowledge. Um, but I understand that with all that comes the, the, the great responsibility of doing the right thing. Um, I think it's my responsibility. Um, I think anyone uh, who, who, who is uh, a leader, uh, anyone who has um, the ability to shape a young mind, um, it's your responsibility uh, to foster the idea that we can all be something great. We don't have to live in the past. Uh, we can we can make opportunity. Um, this is a great what a what an amazing time to be alive, guys. It it just it, it really is. It's just what an amazing amazing time to be alive. Um, and I just you know I, I we're just we're going on an hour now, and I don't really want to draw this uh, too far out, but I really wanted to get this podcast out and really. Um, just say thank you to everyone. I mean, I, I it was to me, it's like it was a no-brainer. Get behind the microphone, respond to your audience. Um, they're listening to the show, um, and and you know the idea that I I had that content from Delvin uh, to share with you guys um, was absolutely fantastic. It's exactly uh, what I think the show needs. Um, I think the show needs another opinion. I think the show needs another voice. Um, and any opportunity that I have to do that, I will. And Delvin, um, I appreciate the invitation. Um, and I will take you up on that. Uh, we will be in touch. 
um, with the Delvin Cox experience. Um, and if, um, you know, guys, if you haven't had an opportunity to listen, um, please go on uh, and listen to him. He is fantastic. Um, you know, again, it's really great to get a different perspective, um, a different um, state of mind. Um, you know, I've listened to uh, uh, quite a few of his podcasts. They're all very entertaining, but they all have substance as well. So um, if one thing's for sure, it's it's this journey has been fantastic because um, I have literally found um, this endless fountain of information. Um, and there are so many people out there that are just willing to share it if you're just willing to listen. Um, no matter what you're into, no matter what you uh, you want to hear about, uh, you can, you, you can get to it, um, and you can get through it through podcasting. Um, so again, if you haven't done it yet, go listen to Delvin's show. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, of course the Bobby Kudo show, go listen, subscribe, please comment, um, you know, rate the show. Um, anything you do to support the show, um, is greatly appreciated guys. You know, I want to keep doing this for you. I will, I want to keep giving you this great content. Um, Really want to have a lot of uh, um, um, great information for you. Uh, again, be on the lookout. Um, you know, I, again, this is episode eight. You know, if I had to guess, guys, I'm going to say right around episode ten, um, we can expect uh, some guests. Um, you know, maybe something in between. You know, maybe to test the water. Maybe I can convince Rachel to come on the show, and uh, we can do some sound testing, and uh, maybe throw a podcast out there. I I'm sure that that would be a hilarious experience. Um, and then uh, 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 anticipation of who we might have on the show for episode 10. Um, and again, like I invited out to you guys, if you guys are interested in coming on the show, please email us um, at the Bobby Kudo show at gmail.com. Um, we're also available again. I, I keep repeating it. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you guys know how to get a hold of us. It's easy. It's, it's everywhere. It's, it's all over the place. Like I'm, I'm marketing the show in every single platform. So if you're listening, you can see it. And I really appreciate all the responses, guys. I appreciate all the comments. Um, for me, it keeps it real. Uh, and I'm trying to do the best I can and getting as much content as I possibly can out there for you guys. Tidbits, uh, snippets. Um, but uh, again, it's uh, I, I always uh, uh, like to let you guys know I do have a full-time job and I am a full-time dad, uh, husband, uh, and grandfather. So um, I try to you know fit this in with all that in uh, reality. Um, this is really my um, my fun time. This is my peace time. So every time I get to come here and uh, speak to all of you and, and um, just to spread the word, um, it's it's an amazing experience for me. I feel like I finally have an opportunity to uh, to give back a little bit of, of, of the great and amazing experiences that I've uh, been able to share with some absolutely amazing people. Um, and I hope that um, you guys all stick around because... I'd love to tell you about every single one of them um, and every single one of the experiences, uh, including the good <laughs> and the bad uh, and the hairy. I mean, I, guys, if, if I if I were to tell you, I got to get Gary on the show um, because, I mean, I just thought about Hampton Beach and our experience when we went to Hampton Beach <laughs> to spend the weekend. Oh, that was a great time. What a great story that is. I'll have to tell you guys all about that. But it will be um, on the next one, guys. It will not be this one. We will get you on the next one, uh, episode nine. Um, I, I will definitely, you know what? I am going to do whatever I can to see if I can get uh, Gary uh, to my house this weekend um, to record at least at least an hour. We got to talk about Mexico. We got to talk about Hampton Beach, um, and then we can get into all the other 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 stuff, all the other nitty gritty. But I, 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 you know what? We need to have some fun. You know what I mean? We've been so serious. We've been talking about some serious stuff, uh, guys. I was talking about Nancy Pelosi today. I can't. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. So the next episode has to be something fun. Um, and it will be, uh, and I, and, and I will get Gary on the show. That's, that's going to be a definite, I'm going to, we're going to finish this recording tonight and I'm going to text him. I don't even care if he's sleeping. I don't care what time it is. And we are going to get him committed, uh, to either Saturday or Sunday to come in and do the recording. I'll do a quick little snip snip edit on it and I will have it. Uh, hopefully we'll have this, this episode, uh, and then we'll tail it with, uh, with a Gary episode with some really great funny stories. Um, so until then guys, um, once again, I really appreciate everybody giving me your ear. It's been a little over an hour. Um, 
the um, the feedback and the <laughs> I, I just guys again I'm completely blown away. The show is doing amazing. You guys are the most amazing fans uh, in the world uh, on the planet, uh, um, both here and any other planet. Um, I am so grateful that you are all taking the time to listen. Um, I do hope and, and, and um, uh, pray that I'm giving you everything you need. Uh, and again, I always encourage you to. Um, for your input and uh, for you to let me know if there's something that uh, you'd like to hear or uh, maybe something about me that you want to know. Uh, again, I, I made that commitment when I decided to come on here and uh, start this podcast and uh, along the way have made some uh, great, great um, 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 friends and um, made some really great relationships uh, that I will continue to foster and um, um, you know hope that it will... Uh, just, just it's gonna it's gonna contribute to the show it's only gonna make the show that much stronger that much better um, so again I know we're at the ground floor here guys and I appreciate the rawness and everybody being here um, but with that said guys I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sign out for, for, for this episode um, I will look forward to uh, the next one uh, and remember everybody all roads lead here <laughs>